The 446th edition of the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by PrizePigs. Go to prizepigs.com slash SGPN and use code SGPN for your first deposit match of up to $100. We're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or go to hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And finally, we're also brought to you by Game Time. Game Time has last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Use promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Heidi, 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 ho, DeGenerinos. I'm stretching out the Heidi's because the music was still going. Uh, welcome to the MMA Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Episode 446 goes out to Searching for Profit, one of our friends in the Discord who somehow knew Nicholas Dalby was going to win or knock out. Which one was it, hey, co-host? Hey, yo. Hey, yo. <laughs> prop. For this goes out. Yeah, you were searching for profit and you searched in the correct spot, apparently, in the co-main amount of last night's. UFC, Sal Paulo. I'm one of your hosts, Jeff Chalks Fox, and it, it's a dark, dark day in the podcast. This is a day that I didn't think ever would come, and I don't think it has come before on in the history of the show, three years, whatever we've been doing it, at least not this late in this season, so to speak, in the year. Someone has finally pulled ahead of me in, <laughs> in the overall profits on the year and picks on the not, – not overall successful uh, hit rate, but – Searching for profits. My co-host has been searching for profits, and he is ahead of me. So yeah, it was a hard show to show up for and do. It was a hard show to watch last night, to tell you the truth. So it's it, we're gonna make it a fun episode because we're fun guys. But yeah, rough a rough event. This was like old school UFC where a bunch of fights fell off after weigh-ins, and then a fight fell off the the day of, and then we had some crappy fights happen actually when the event happened. Uh, let's bring in my co-host to talk about Daniel Gumby-Villain. Does this not remember remind you of the olden days, a few years back, when everything used to go to crap for the UFC? It felt like a pandemic card, for sure. Um, and, and I don't know if you remember, like a few weeks ago, when we started to talk about cards in the future, you, know, you were saying, oh, yep. we got a week off, and this one's a dud, and this one that. I said, I love the Brazilian card. The Brazilian card's sick. Yep. And like, I was yep. like, because I love Gabriel Bonfim. <laughs> you know, yep. or you know, I love this person, or I love this person, or I'm excited to see Daniel Marcos fight again. And like, then like so many of those fights fell off. You know, you had yep. the Renat Fakhradinov draw, which was really, <sighs> I think, a yeah. terrible judges score. The more and more I think about it, the worse and worse I feel about it. I I think it's like yeah. a truly bad scorecard because like we th- will get to that. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to it. I, I don't have to jump on it, <laughs> but um, yeah, like weird. We didn't see fighters fight the way they ought to fight. Uh, like had some of the shine taken off of our prospects, uh, but I did go seven and two, uh, which is uh, which is really important. Yeah, um, people. Well, I know people come here for the we're not Fakhradinov takes, so we're gonna make them <laughs> wait for wait wait for that, so they don't just click off after the first five minutes. Like, what do those guys think of we're not Fakhradinov? Um, yeah, it was it, it wasn't a good well. I'm I'm feeling like it was a good event because I only went five and four. My co-host went seven and two, so it probably was a good event for Gumby. Wasn't fun. Was it fun for you to watch, even though you were hitting all your picks? No, that I mean, like, let's be honest. That's probably the least fun Jelton Almeida fight that's ever existed. Um, and, and we'll get into. I mean, we could start right there if you want. Like, we can get into my hot takes on how it's not that bad of a performance. It was boring as shit, but like, not a bad performance. Yeah. Um, because deep down, like, I think. Look, if we had a prospect that we were crazy hyped on, who is a phenomenal wrestler and maybe one of the best jujitsu specialists the heavyweight division has ever seen, and he went in there and tried to box Derek Lewis and got knocked out, how would we be talking about him today? Yeah, that's not what I was yelling about in the discard, though. What most people are yelling about. We don't no, want him to box. We we the, want. To, I, I get the ex. Yeah, I get the extra ground and pound. But with that being said, and again, it, it, maybe I'm being a Jelton apologist here, but like he was tired, right? Like this this was the most tired we've ever seen him. And sure, could he have gotten him out of there 
in the first round if he just let go? Could he have gotten him out of there in the second round if he just let go? 100%. I think he could have. I would have rather yeah. he done that. But at the end of the day, we had just seen a hot, undefeated Brazilian prospect tire his ass out doing the same exact thing and lose yeah. to a dude who he should have never lost to. A wily veteran with durability he should have never lost to, which is exactly what could have happened to Jelton there. I don't want to use all my jokes I used in the discard, but it's like Jelton was looking uh, for what, thinking, what's a position better than Mount? Like he, <laughs> he would get Mount imme- immediately and then, okay, what else can I do? No, you just start laying into Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis is tired. He sounds like he didn't want to even take this fight or he got tricked into it. He claims he, he says a lot of things. <laughs> he says a lot of things. So who knows? He, 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 uh, he has fun with the media. Um, just open up on him and it's going to, he's going to turtle up and you're either going to get, uh, you're going to be able to choke him or the ref's going to step in. That's all I'm asking for. Well, Instead, and he, he did, like, he, seems he did to, hit, he seems he to maneuver for something fist. better than what he has. He did huh? hit him Sorry? with one really good hammer fist, right? Like he, he uh, hit keep him going <laughs> and, and he, he turtled on up and went belly down and there was just not enough time to finish it in that one time. But like, if he, to your point, if he had just gone for that earlier, if he had just thrown, Instead of just like grabbing each other's hands when you're in mount and then doing this weird thing where you stood up in mount. Yeah, what was with that? He kept standing up. It was like That's he what thought Derek Lewis is supposed to do. Derek yeah. Lewis stands up, not you. Well, and then the weird thing was Derek Lewis didn't even stand up then. Like he, he like got off of him, and Lewis was like, "Nah, yeah. I'm chilling here, man. Like I'm th- yeah. this is where I'm this is where I am today." <laughs> he got Derek Lewis got Derek Lewis, and he didn't know what to do with it. He's like, "What? Yeah. He just stands up? That's my thing, man." That and driving fast. Um, yeah, I think I'm sure a super fan will remember. I think I've talked about this before with Jelton, how I want him to like try to finish fights, not just make it a jujitsu fight. Like, don't be you're not Damian Maya, like, hit people. It's good you don't get hit, but hit people. You're in a position to hit them, hit them. He seems like can he's I, hesitant for some reason. Can I share my other big pet peeve about uh people's commentary on this fight? Because first of all, the hype is gonna go away on on Jelton a little bit because of this fight, right? Like people are going to be, be good less, for us. Yeah. It was going to be less hyped on him. I'm fine with it yeah. because I don't think, I, I don't think I think anything less of him as a fighter right now. Like I, no, I still yeah. think, I still think he's really good. And I think he's still a really great wrestler. I think he's still a huge problem for tons of people in this division, particularly surreal gain who he called out, like good call out, bro. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, That's the guy you want. Um, yeah. But with that being said, uh, the, my other big pet peeve about like the narrative that people were trying to say is, did you see the amount of people on Twitter posting that he was a one trick pony? <laughs> I did see that. I was going to say, I, I don't check Twitter, which is true, but I, that did come across my uh, timeline when I was on there posting stuff or something. Yeah. 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 And like the, the bizarre thing about that to me is first of all, you didn't even see him box like, and he can box. We've seen it before. He's a pretty good boxer in, and he just chose not to win this fight. That doesn't make him a one-trick pony. That means he went to the place where he had the biggest advantage. It's some yeah. of the dumbest analysis I've ever seen to call him a one-trick pony in a yes. fight where he only tried to use one trick. Like, that was his trick for this fight. <laughs> yeah. I think um, we just can't be can't be satisfied, Dan. We're mad at people for low fight IQ. We're mad at people for high fight IQ. Well, yeah. we, I guess we want Gold, Goldilocks, right? Right in the middle. Yeah. We want we want our fight IQ porridge to be just right. Yeah, I mean, and if he, and, and to your point, right, like unloaded on a little bit more ground and pound, he probably wouldn't have been much more tired than he was as long as it was like well-placed and he wasn't going berserk and he wasn't, you know, he's keeping his weight down and not elevating. Like, I, I think there was probably room for him in there to finish that fight. But I also think him tiring out and losing that fight is 80 times worse and I think the choice yeah. he made was smart. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But I'm just saying, I, who's going to get tired out first? Derek Lewis or Joe? I guess Derek Lewis actually has good cardio, surprisingly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was going to say. He knocks people out <laughs> late. That's like his exactly. thing. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. All right. The, the, Dan's defense rests. Uh, he, he has very good points. But yeah, it's just every uh, the first, like, what? 15 seconds of every round. I'm like, oh, man. Because Lewis is swinging those uppercuts. The most dangerous, yeah. the scariest thing. Especially when you shoot the takedown. Derek, yeah. Yeah. It's Derek Lewis. Yeah. Because he did it to Curtis, Curtis Blades and folded him in half with one. So, anyhow, Jilton won. We, we're just harsh on our boy because we expect a lot from our boy. Uh, we had him at minus 500. We won a big 20 bucks on that, Gumby. Good for us, right? Works for me. Better than losing 20 bucks. All right. Now I'm going to transition to an ad. You, you're ready for the, with the graphic for prize. Oh, there it is. Look at that. People. <laughs> 
if, if you don't know, we do have YouTube. We're not just uh, having fun um, talking about graphics uh, behind the scenes. We have YouTube now. So get in there and check out which one of us has an ugly mug and which one of us has dreamy eyes. And if you're on YouTube right now, you will see our prize picks graphic telling you about our awesome promo code SGPN and all the discounts you get. Uh, prize picks, if you don't know about them, let me tell you a little bit. The basketball season is here. My Phoenix Suns are playing like crap. So I switched my hat out today. Notice no Phoenix Suns hat today. It's the SGP hat. SGP never loses. They don't let let me down like the Suns do. But anyhow, basketball season's here. You can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League, a league created specifically for combo projections that include two or more players from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James, basketball player, plus Travis Kelsey. He is like a, a famous person, right? That's his, his famous his boyfriend. 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 That's what boyfriend. he does, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think he does anything else. But um, so if you, if you combine those two for ten and a half, a ten and a half combo of three pointers made and receptions, then and they go over or higher, excuse me, then you win. So I, LeBron's playing football now too because Kelsey's not getting receptions; he's uh, just there to uh, be arm candy. But anyhow, it's a joke, everybody. LeBron and Kelsey, you can bet them as a combo for three pointers and receptions. Ten and a half. Would you take that higher or lower, Dan? Uh, with the way that, and I don't remember the exact stat on the, uh, cause they played in Germany this morning. Uh, Kelsey did, uh, the way that Mahomes is throwing right now, I don't think I'd take anybody catching lots of passes for him. So, uh, and LeBron is not hitting threes either. So yes, yeah, I would take, uh, we would take lower, you know, lower than on that one. Yeah. <laughs> and if that's not good enough, you can play alongside some of price picks, favorite players like rapper Meek Mill. Are you a big Meek Mill guy, Dan? I, I, I am not. <laughs> you, you've heard of meek mill right i do know who he is yes i'm familiar yes you, you, you're the young the young half of our podcast you, you better uh i've known about him how about comedian andrew schultz i don't know him do you know i do him? I, yeah i know who andrew schultz is oh, wow see dan is the hip one i'm, I'm hip. Daniel, those guys you can find them on the community place under the promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the price picks community each week such as those names i just told you um if all that sounds good Here's what you got to do. Actually, Gumby, before I tell you what to do, Gumby's going to give you a higher lore other than the the pretend LeBron and Kelsey. Give <laughs> yeah, us I'll a higher say, lore you like. I'll say uh, on Monday, because this is coming out Sunday, and I don't know if things will still be going on, but yes. on uh, Monday, I'll take, uh, let's see, who do I like on the Spurs? Because the Pacers are giving up tons of points, and Wemby is just too chalky of a play. I'll, I'll say Devin Vessel. Uh, I'll take the higher than on his points. The Spurs just beat my sons back to back one holy moly he just destroyed everyone even kevin durant he just made him look like a child out there but all right there you go he's picking a spur higher devin vessel um if that sounds good or if you think you're smarter than gumby and you have your own place go to price picks p-i-c-k-s.com slash sgpn and use code sgpn for our first deposit match up to 100 bones that would be dollars. That's pricepicks.com slash SGPN. And then the code SGPN, Price Picks Daily Fantasy Sports Made Easy. And like we said, SGPN, like we said in the past, just enter that code anywhere you go online. And more than likely, you're going to get a discount somewhere. Um, maybe even over at DraftKings. Mark your calendars because November 11th is going to be huge. It's November. It's uh, Remembrance Day up here and the day after my son's birthday. That's why it's going to be huge, I guess. But also, Yuri Bohashka versus Alex Pereira will face off during UFC 295. But only one fighter will leave with the belt. We hope this is light heavyweight, Dan. Neither guy can leave with the belt, right? <laughs> that's that's very, very true. <laughs> <laughs> it's happened before. Secure your victory with unbeatable uh, offers on DraftKings Sportsbook. New customers strike now to get two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets when you bet five dollars. Do you have anything on? Uh, actually, uh, DraftKings. I'm going to tell you. I'm using their sportsbook right now. I am doing an article on 2024 MLB futures. No, it's not too early. Pitchers and catchers. Only three months away, Dan. Not too early. I love it. And I'm taking all my odds off of the DraftKings Sportsbook. And guess who's favored to win the World Series next year at DraftKings, Dan? My my Atlanta Braves. <laughs> your Atlanta Braves. So I was going to pick your brain a bit about that. So I, I think they're actually, they're at like plus 700. I think that's actually pretty good. They did not have that. Um, they did fantastic this year, obviously, but they were snake bit, as you know. Their pitching staff was just ravaged this year. Yeah, I think I think they're going to go get some arms. So uh, you know, it, plus seven hundred before you see what those arms look like uh, could be could be interesting. Just even if they get some, uh, what Soroka's supposed to be back next year, right? Remember yeah, when he was uh, may, may, maybe uh, they they got okay. some young guns too that, that you should keep an eye out oh. for. So there you go. So anyhow, 
wait for that article. I will have DraftKings Sportsbook odds on there. But back to the UFC. You can get in on the UFC 295 action with DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of UFC. Download the app now. Use code SGP. There you go. A different code. The other one's SGP and this one's SGP. Either or. Use either or no matter where you are online. Uh, new customers get 200 dollars instantly in bonus bets wow when you bet five dollars that's code sgp only on DraftKings sportsbook the crown is yours gambling problem call 800 gambler or visit www.1800gambler.net in new york call 8778 hope and y or text hope and y in connecticut help is available for problem gambling 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org please play responsibly on behalf of boot hill casino resorts in kansas 21 Plus, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Boo. Uh, bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash MMA. Terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions. Terms and responsible gaming resources. Apparently, my name is Void. I am in Ontario. My name is Void. All right. Should we break down this fight? I guess we just broke down the main event. Justin Almeida. Almeida. Junior. Mahadinho beat Derek Lewis unanimous decision 50 44 54 50 45 Derek Lewis's balls must have been so hot being pinned down for 25 minutes Dan that must have yeah. drove him nuts yeah I don't think we have anything more to say about this I think we we know all the big points yeah we did um Jelton said he wanted he wanted to give the crowd a uh a performance or something he said and it was like aren't you entertained type of thing like yeah you're not reading the room properly dude if you really but love anyhow. chain if you really love chain wrestling and hometown fighting uh it was <laughs> installing it was pretty awesome man <laughs> it was anyhow he called i was gonna ask you what's next for him he called out zero gain we're both i think game for that one right i like that one i also think they should run back him and blades if blades is good to go again sometime soon like, I, I think that's a much better matchup to prove that, yeah. A, he's not the one-trick pony people are claiming he is, because yeah. um, yeah. he would probably box Blades up. And also, you might find out just how good his wrestling is if he's out there out-wrestling, you know, Curtis Blades. Yeah, so it was a disappointing main event, but we did hit the pick, and our guy won. So, co-main event, no, not not so good. <laughs> Welterweights, Nicholas Dalby defeated Gabriel Bonfim. Yes, I said that. You heard me correctly. TKO knees and punches 433 into the second round. Bonfim looked so good until he did not look so good. And then he was getting uh not enjoying the elbows he was getting from Dolby. And then he got himself a little pooped out. The, the little the, the young guy got tired, and then Dolby just laid it on him. Uh what was Dolby at? He was at plus huge. He was one of the biggest ones this year. Plus 450. He was when we went to went to um I want to say print, but when we went to your ears and your eye eye holes on our preview, he's now won four straight fights, Mr. Dolby. Uh, bomb theme, prospect loss, or is there something more uh, serious going on here? Pro- prospect loss. Like, needs okay. to know that now that he's fighting people who can take a punch, he, he can't just, like, blow his load in the first 15 seconds of a fight. He, like, needs to pace himself and do the right thing and, and work his way to a victory. So, yeah, I, I think he's... I think he's going to learn from this one and be better because of it. He did look really good before that, though. Like yeah, he's still fast I'm, for a while. Yeah, yeah, he's fast. He's got good submission skills. He's you know, I get everything's there, and, and I don't even think that his cardio is bad if he just uses it the right way. You know, like I, I think yeah. that that's fine. And it wasn't. It's not like he got brutally knocked out. That's <clears throat> excuse me. That's something I was concerned about if he was going to get beat if he got knocked up because someone spoiled me i saw a picture of dolby with his hands up i'm like what <laughs> so um i was i was worried that um bonfim got like knocked out bad which he did not so um hopefully just a little blip on the radar here for him right yeah i think so all right as for as for dolby just another a fun action fighter or is there something more going on with him yeah i don't know how many of the guys in the top 15 he's gonna be Right. And I feel like I say this about welterweights way too often, but he does feel like kind of like one of those, maybe a little bit better, but he feels like one of those like Max Griffin, uh, Nico Price yeah. types. We're, we're going to chill in the yeah. top 15 to 25. We're going to threaten everybody who's not in the top 15. And, and I just don't know that there's a run in them, especially as pretty much all of them get older, you know? 
Yeah, I think I would put him ahead of those guys you mentioned. I, I think you may, you may as well. With four straight wins and stuff, I, I think he's proven he's probably a step ahead of those guys. But um, yeah, he's going to be 39 in 11 days. So uh, yeah, D- don't think he's making a title run anytime soon. But UFC may want to think twice before feeding another uh, hot prospect to him um, because he, he may uh, put the, hit the brakes on that uh, pretty quick for you. So we we did not hit that one surprisingly. Uh, Dolby, but searching for profit did hit him. Um, Dolby was it looks like I scanned the odds that I had tracked this year. It looks like he was the fourth biggest underdog to come through this year. So uh, very close to the uh, the biggest underdog. All, all all the odds are right in the, like four to five hundred uh, plus five hundred odds there that hit. Um, all right, heavyweights. Rodrigo Nasa, it was the rematch we didn't know we wanted. It was a rematch I didn't even know existed the first time. I forgot about it. But um, so Gumby had to make sure he put a clip out of me not mm-hmm. knowing that this fight happened before. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Got a lot um, of it. <laughs> Hadigo Nasamento took care of Dante Mays. 30, 27, 29, 28, 29, 28. I uh, did not submit him like we were hoping. And like uh, I was I was hoping would happen with the uh, with prop bets here. But uh, Nasamento looked good on the feet. Mays, I don't know. He, he, he could take a punch, I guess. But yeah, did a good um, job stopping takedowns comparatively. That's true. Like, that's like true. it seems yep. like he's getting better at that. But also, like, I don't know. Like, shouldn't he have figured out more than that by now? Like, because he, he is, <laughs> yes, he is. Does seem to be like freaky athletic, right? And supposedly he trains with John yep. Jones, right? He was the guy training with John Jones yep. when John Jones got hurt. So like, he's a guy with high level training partners. A, well, we used to think he was a good coach, right? Who who does he train with now? Who does who does John Jones trade with now? Who Joe? Oh, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? So, so but I don't it, know, Ashley. But they were originally Jackson Wink guys, and so like he originally had a coach we kind of thought was good, and he was athletic and and youngish for heavyweight, and had good training partners, and like still, this is where we are at this point with Dante Mays, and I'm I mean I'm not particularly impressed. And he's not a lord anymore either. So that, that yeah, was part of the uh, the uh, freaking regular uh, Kong. <laughs> yeah, he is just a regular Kong, just one of the peons here. Uh, how about the other side of this fight? Nasimento looked pretty good in there. Still, uh, uh, I still would love like I want these guys to actually get in shape and get serious about things. Like, uh, but anyhow, um, body body issues aside, he, he looked pretty good in there. Boxing looked good. Uh, we know he's good on the mat. Low, yeah, I, lower, t- lower top 15 guy. Probably that's probably his peak, right? I, I put him in my rankings. I put him at 15 yeah. or um, higher top 15. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I, I put him at 15 and, and just because I like, when you look at the list of 15 heavyweights, it's like hard to leave out a guy who's winning like he is in, uh, yeah. you know, to your point, maybe he's not flashy or explosive or exciting, but like, I mean, he's effective. He's fast. He's got decent cardio. His wrestling ain't bad. He does a good job slowing the fight down when he needs to. Like, he's probably one of the more underrated heavyweights, to be completely honest with you. Yep. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So we shall see where things will go with him. Uh, Before we go any farther, I'm going to tell you about game time. We'll tell you how to win money. Now we're going to tell you where you can spend your money. It would be game time. Uh, Game time is the place to go for last minute tickets not even the the the, uh hype up the last minute part but you can get tickets there anytime you don't have to wait till the last minute you can prepare if you like in advance um check out their app they got mma they got basically everything underneath the sun um for you to go because game time is the place for last minute ticket deals forget planning months in advance i'm saying you should plan but hey you can also forget it Uh, game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football basketball baseball concerts comedy theater and more aka mma Game time. I bet they have USC 295 tickets there. Gumby, you should go to New York City. They're uh, it, even even with the $20 off that you can get using promo code CFBX, yeah. they might be a little pricey. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps, yes. Normally they are, especially MSG ones. Uh, the game time guarantee means you always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. That is fantastic. So you don't have to shop around. And if you do find tickets, you know, uh, at a better price somewhere, you make money off it. So fantastic there. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And another place that can help you win money to buy tickets is Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. 
Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bat with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea in the Hall of Fame bat's revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by a leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bat to learn which players are hot and which picks that value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users create, researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use a code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, let's get through the rest of this event. We didn't, I didn't even mention all the horrible things that happened. We lost Adolfo Vieira, Armin Petrosian right before the event. Petrosian got ill. Do you hear anything other than that, Dan? I just heard ill. His manager posted that they thought he caught some sort of virus, and that's the only thing they put in there. All right, so they're probably going to run this back shortly then? Maybe. That sounds like something that would heal up quick. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. I didn't even hear what you said because your lips were moving, and it didn't make it to Canada. So what did he hurt? Virus. <laughs> okay. Oh, virus. Yes. The virus? I guess no one cares about the virus anymore. All right. So anyhow, Petrosian, Dan has to yell. We're going to have to use uh, the old uh, cup and string uh, so we can hear each other. So we lost that. And then before the event, Santos Marcos, we lost. Uh, uh, sorry, we, were, we lost that before all that. Then we have Victor Hugo step in for Santos. Then Hugo weighed in 138 and a half. And that fight got, why did that fight get scrapped? I think health, like they wouldn't let him rehydrate or wouldn't let him try okay. to dehydrate more. And his, his hydration was bad. All right. So he probably got a IV and then that makes you ineligible, right? Yeah. Possibly. I, I, that, that's yeah. my guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we lost that sadly. So um, yeah, no luck for Daniel Marcos. He lost two opponents there. Uh, what else did we lose? Oh, Ishmael the, bon bon yeah. the lesser of the Bonfim brother is now the fatter of the Bonfim brother because he weighed in 159 and a half. That is not a weight class, Dan. It's not. <laughs> and then Vince Pichel wanted to teach the youngster a lesson. And that's what he said. So he didn't take, didn't take the fight. That That is quite a large, you're going into the fight as a huge underdog as it was. And then the opponent's going to have uh, at least five pounds on you. I'm sure more once they rehydrate. So yeah, um, Vince Pichel put his foot down that I'm sure the UFC will, will honor that and, and give him a prime booking next time. Right. Cause they love it when people, Look out for themselves, right? I, I don't know how they're going to deal with that. Uh, it was a pretty <laughs> exactly. bad miss, though. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. But I guarantee the guy who missed won't be punished. The guy who <laughs> decided he wasn't going to fight him is the one who, who would be punished. Anyhow, so we'll, we'll, let's continue on fights that did happen. Middleweights, Cal Bahio got, got, got a bit of a fight out of maybe it was more of a mental war, I think, than, than actually a, a war of, of physical attrition. Uh, he did beat Abu Smagomedov, didn't finish him. He came close at the end of the fight to finish him. He was looking for a knockout. I, I took his word, Dan. He said on your podcast he was going to get a knockout. I took his word and I was making knockout plays on him. Didn't happen. He, he, he seemed to, they both guys seemed to have trouble pulling the trigger and figuring each other out. Um, but Bahio prevailed nonetheless, 30, 27, 29, 28, 29, 28, our boy didn't disappoint us. He he came through with a W. Yeah, I think the only thing for me is about that Bohio fight is that just like it seemed like once he thought that Abus Magomedov was tired in the third round, which I, I really think is why he unleashed a whole bunch more punches there. I, I think when he realized that that Magomedov was tired, he went after it and it, it was having wild success. I think he could have done more to make him tired earlier, though. You know what I mean? Like he could have turned that pressure up you know, out the gate and, and made it a lot grittier earlier. And then he could have opened up in the second and, and clearly gotten the finish. Um, but instead he kind of let Magomedov hang around and let Magomedov do what he wanted to. So uh, you know, that's kind of upsetting, but you know, ultimately a good performance by him, a, a clear win over a guy who, you know, just beat Sean Strickland in a round. Yeah. Um, he did hurt him. Was that the third round that he hurt him with the elbow? Yeah. And, yep. and Mega Madoff is like, okay, timeout, timeout. And he kind of gave him a timeout, which like he didn't press it, which was kind of frustrating. Like, I don't want him. I don't hate fighters that rush into the clinch, but I also hate fighters that don't take advantage of a guy being hurt, which is what he did basically. Yeah. I agree with that. Hurt. Yeah. Yeah. But anyhow, it's, he's learning, right? Our boys learning, Dan. He's getting there. He's getting there. Are we going to stop? Are we going to stop pushing this uh, Mega Madoff guy that no one knows except his manager. Yeah, I, I don't know what we're doing anymore. It, it does seem like he has skills, though. Again, like, it's yeah, yeah. It, it's going to be a weird thing to talk about, you know, after Kai Bohio picks up, like, two more wins and is ranked in the top five or something like that. Because, like, he, he's got huge potential, in my opinion. Bohio does. And yeah. 
how are we going to talk about Abus then? Like he fought like maybe one of the worst dudes in the UFC in his debut, and then like two top ten dudes. Like, can we get him something? In between? Yeah, get him something in between. Where's yeah? You know, even somebody at like twenty five in the division would be intriguing, and instead they're giving him like only top fifteen guys or the worst guys in the division. They're booking him in reverse. You're supposed to work your way up, not work your way back down. But um, yeah, like you said, it looks like he. He's definitely super experienced. Um, yeah, it looks like he has some skills, but yeah, the uh, the booking of the fights aren't isn't doing him any favors at this point. Um, and they give him main event for crying out loud too in his second fight. Anyhow, uh, we had a catchweight fight because this card wasn't wacky enough. We had to have a 165 pound catchweight fight. I don't remember the last time I saw a 165 pound fight. Do you remember any 165 f- pound fights in the UFC? No, <laughs> no, no. Um, anyhow. Uh, Elvis Brenner, he he wasn't dressed up like a, it wasn't a bunch of elves in a trench coat like I was hoping. It was actually just a a real man. At least it looked that way. Uh, he took care of Ken, uh, Coach K, Kynan Krzyzewski or Krzyzewski. Uh knockout punch 401 in the first round. Now this Brenner could be uh, some, someone to look out for. He's he's a scary guy. He I know he hit him in the right in the right spot like behind the ear, but it looks like he barely like it was a glancing blow. It looked like and you put the guy face plant out yeah I, I still don't think we we're like learning tons about him like he he, he beat better guys already than krasuski right like so like yeah like may, maybe maybe we learned a little bit about his power here or whatnot but like at the end of the day this is already a guy who i had circled as being kind of underrated like the the line on him versus ribovich which was you know i think it was like negative 150 or something like that was already kind of criminal so i think uh i, I think he probably just you know continued to further prove that you know, he's, he's got power. We're going to see tons more of him coming up. You got to love those shoot the box guys. Yep, definitely. Yeah. And you can't really complain about the booking. Cause this was like what, four days Last in a month or something. They, yeah. they, they got the guy in. All right. So the, the main card, I did good. It should have been a good night based on the main card. I was one, two, three, four, four and one Gumby the same four and one. So we, we should have killed cause we had all the, all the same picks. Um, then the wheels did not, I was going to say they fell off, but they didn't even go on for me in, on the prelims. Um, main event of the prelims ended up in a draw, which is fantastic, isn't it? Bernat Fakradinov was having fun. He was styling on Elizio Zaleski Dos Santos. Dos Santos, Zaleski Dos Santos isn't really a guy you should style on because he's tough as nails and he's not going to stop, which uh, Fakradinov hopefully learned here. Uh, it was a majority draw, 29, 28, 28, 28, 28, 28. I had Fakrinev win the first two rounds. I don't think the third round was a 10-8. Uh, one of the judges had Fakrinev round one and two and then gave him uh, had a 10-8, I believe, for the third round. And two, other, two. Another judge had Zaleski to Santos round two and three, which I didn't see. So, yeah, the scorecards were all over the place. I, I smelled a draw coming. I, I knew this was going to happen. But the way the fight ended and how Fakrinev the fight should have actually been stopped. Um, he was un- unresponsive. He wasn't trying. He w- looked like he was waiting for the ref to save him. And when the ref didn't, then he finally started putting up some defense and um, didn't get himself finished. But yeah, uh, I was satisfied with the draw because I thought we lost that pick. I, I'm i pretty shocked because I, I didn't look at the scorecards. I just assumed everybody gave uh, Zaleski Dos Santos a 10-8 third because there was no way he no, won I- the first two rounds. Unless right? I like, unless I misread it, I don't think I, that was the case. I haven't. I mean, like, if you want, I, I know I know yeah. one judge gave it to to. I mean, one judge scored it correctly, right? Two rounds to one. Yeah, Renat. Yep. Um, yep. And, and to the judge who gave a 10-8 third, there's no way you can give a 10-8 third to Zaleski Dos Santos and not a 10-8 first to Renat because I actually think Renat's first round was better than Zaleski's last round. Um, yeah. yeah, like he was closer to having finished the fight. He was, I mean, you're saying it's almost finished. I would say the first 30 seconds was almost finished. Like we, we could have yeah, won the, the bet right there. Yeah. The scorecards were Fakhrudinov round one and then Zaleski Dos Santos round two and three. That was Fabio Olivas' card. Sal Diamato, our, our friend Sal. Fakhrudinov round one and two and then a 10 8 for Zaleski Dos Santos round three. And then Hallison Pontes, the exact same card. Fakhrudinov one and two and then 10 8 for round three. I don't, one of the reasons I don't think it was 10, eight is how the fight ended. Fakhrinev was up and pressing the action. So like, that's doesn't seem like a 10, eight. If, if you're close to getting beat, then you know, the fight, you should be on the ground battered, but that wasn't the case, but that's, uh, I saw it coming. I wasn't shocked by it. Yeah. I'm not shocked by it, but it, it I, that doesn't make it good. So 
it, it is what it is. Disappointing though, Fakradinov, like, like he he fumbled the bag, as everyone likes to say in MMA these days. He fumbled the bag on this one. Like he should have won this fight uh, outright. Yeah, he's a better fighter. That I mean, yeah. like that's the bottom line. And and yeah, he, play, and he, he played his way into a draw. For sure, for sure. Yep. So anyhow, I I still think he's a fantastic. Hopefully this this fixes his uh, his fight IQ a bit because he uh, he's. If if he can hit the way he hits and wrestle the way he wrestles, he sees something to look out for for sure. So, um, light heavyweights, Beecher Petrino. I guess he is a real deal, Dan. Yeah, he knocked I'm out I'm done <laughs> Yeah, I, I got yelled at on Reddit for for that take of mine taking <laughs> Modestus, but um, Petrino knocked him out with one punch, one hundred three into the second round. Second, the fight started. I had that feeling like, oh man, this was a bad pick, Gumby. I just yeah, like but- just looking at the two, looking at the two guys, like okay. But Dessas look kind of hesitant for good reason. Um, yeah, and Petrino just is a stud. The the part that worried me was like at one point in time, Bukowskis gets hit with a jab and his eyes just kind of like opened. Like, oh no, like like the jab made you feel that way, man. Um, yeah, so like I, I uh, uh, yeah, like to, to your point, I, I think Petrino's a guy we can't continue to doubt. Uh, I think he's a guy who's the real deal. Um, I think the power is like a game changer in a way that like at light heavyweight, like it just is. So, uh, yeah, Vitor Petrino all the way. Also, before you begin prepping us on the next fight, I'm going to just yeah. pull a blind down so that I don't continue to be <laughs> gonna, blinded. As, I was going to say, like, do you want me to open mine? So I can get in, yeah, I can open yeah, my blinds. I'm glowing here. here. I'll be right back. You, you go ahead and start prepping into the next one. <laughs> all right. I was going to ask you about Petrino, but that's fine. I'll prep the next fight. I don't want to talk about the next fight. This was a trick. Gumby wants me to talk about the next fight because he was right and I was wrong. Oh, was I ever wrong with this one? Gumby nailed this one. It was women's strawweight, Angela Hill versus Denise Gomes. Angela Hill did an Angela, Angela Hill things and gritted her way through another win that I didn't expect to happen. The, the uh, odds makers were correct and Gumby was correct. Uh, Angela, 30, 27, 29, 28, 29, 28, better um, fight IQ, obviously better stamina and uh, gas tank, obviously. And uh, took the youngster to school, Angela Hill plus plus one ten. If you didn't hear Gumby, I was telling you, you were, totally correct in this fight and i was totally wrong with this fight everything you I, said was correct about this one i mean i i just walked away not actually to close the blinds but so that you didn't have to face me while you talked about yep. your lock of the week getting beat by one of my underdog plays um yeah no angela hill you know to my point she's not somebody you knock out yeah. and denise gomes is not winning fights in the ufc where she doesn't knock her opponent out she's just not good enough to in pretty much any regard like I mean, I guess a little bit of her wrestling and her like counter jujitsu looked good at times, but not great, right? Like she didn't, she didn't look like she was gonna take anybody out that way. So, like, I think moving forward, you just ask yourself: Is this somebody Denise Gomes can knock out? If it is, you pick Denise, and if it's not, you don't pick Denise. So Denise's what two and two now? Um, yeah, I don't. This was a, a tough loss for her. Angela Hill eventually time's going to catch up with her dan and it's going to bite you in the ass but definitely was not last night i guess she hasn't really taken a heck of a lot of damage over her career right she doesn't get knocked out at the very I, least I'm, so. I'm also not like a big angela hill backer in fact like yeah it's usually, no I'm, i know i know like, i'm usually yep. a big angela hill fader but like this is again she doesn't get knocked out and i don't think denise gomes is beating anybody she can yeah sadly sad but true um the platinum hair did not come through for Denise Gum. So yeah, Gumby was right. You can make that clip uh, from the clip from the show if you want, Gumby. Me telling you how great you are and you're right. That's you should have made, had your blinds open when I told you how great you are and the oh. would have been like the, uh, heaven. Yeah, exactly. Heaven <laughs> uh, shining down on you. All right, so Gumby hit that one. Gumby hit everything basically on the prelims. That, that's how he kicked my butt in this. Uh, another catch a catchway fight. Eduardo Moira, due to uh, feminine issues, came through quite overweight. She's uh, she had abs, <laughs> nonetheless. She's three and a half pounds overweight, um, one nineteen and a half. She is a thick strawweight. She's going to be trouble for people. She was definitely trouble for Montserrat Ruiz. This was a squash match of the highest order from old school wrestling. When all we used to get to see on TV was uh, the stars beat up on job jobbers. So Montserrat Ruiz was the Iron Mike Sharp. I guess he wasn't really a jobber. Uh, Iron Mike Sharp won some fights, but uh, she. Um, Got her ass handed to her nonetheless. TKO punches 214 in the second round. This was a just looking at the two um in the face off, you, you kind of could tell how this fight was gonna go. 
Yeah, I mean, like, and in, in general, like we said that in the breakdown, right? Like, this was a fight designed to make Eduardo Mora look good on a fight that's headlined by her teammate in her hometown. Uh, she looked better you know, than her teammate, that's for sure. Yeah, and, and like, I mean, I, you didn't learn anything about her. Uh, right. She fought somebody who needs to get her own wrestling going and is so much smaller than her and so much worse of a wrestler. Like, there was no chance. So, yeah, you didn't learn anything. Let, let's book her against somebody who who can hang with her. Monster Reed's going to get cut, Dan, isn't she? I, I know, she is. I know, she won you money, but she's going to get cut. You know, is if you remember, going to cut so far. Here, here's a here's a really fun stat about Monsterat Ruiz. If you okay. bet money on her to win on every single one of her UFC fights, you'd still be profiting. <laughs> oh, fantastic! I like how I like how they uh, make Conheo Ruiz like her official name. Like Rabbit yeah. is is her official name. I dig <laughs> it. It's just funny. Um, yeah, we're going to cut her. Dante Mays, he's a heavyweight, and he's wins wins one loses one so i don't think we're gonna cut him no one else we're gonna cut so far dan people are safe i think so far here um because we had a lot of debuting people like in the other fight kelly fernandez looked good in the feet like he uh definitely can kick this boy uh that's what made me fall in love with him but uh, mark d casey did what i was afraid he was gonna do and what gumby hoped he would do he wrestled wrestled his way to victory 29 28 28 29 30 27 were the scorecards um scorecards all over the map because dkc he wrestled but he didn't do anything it was he, he made gelatin look uh active on the ground um took his man down and held him there um for the most part yeah i thought about it afterwards and at first i was like blown away that anybody gave fernandez that card and then i went back and watched that second round again i don't i, I still scored it for dkc i think dkc won two out of three I could see you giving Fernandez the in the two rounds there. Like he didn't I don't think he did enough on the feet to sway the round, which is why I still give it to DKT, but I think it was a lot closer than a lot of people were thinking when it was going to the cards. Um, you know, like props to DKC for the high IQ play. Again, probably just yeah. needs to open up his hands a little more. Um, but you know, like a, a good game plan against a very dangerous dude. Fernandez at times was all right on the ground. Like he, he had some, he's got good like, jujitsu. Oh, oh. I, I think people yeah. sleep on how yeah. good his jujitsu is. Cause he's a, he's a really good striker and a really dangerous striker, but like yeah. he's also got a sub game and a sweep game off of his back. That's not bad. Yeah. But that's the thing. I, I think he relied on it too much. And then when it wasn't working, he just was chilling on his back. When he, he probably would be better just to, you know, kick his you way. Know. I know it's easier said than done, but get your feet on the hips and, and get yourself up. But um, I, I still like him as a prospect. He he could have a decent future. Give him some strikers. Let him get some wins under his belt. Yeah, and that's that's. I mean, like, look what they opened him with. It was they opened him with Mark D. Yep. Casey. So they like, clearly they think something of him yep. too. Yep, Mark D. Casey has been around a long time. All right, so that Gumby hit that one. So this is where Gumby made the money. I was going to say ma- made the hay, but he didn't just make hay. He made money. Gumby went seven and two hundred and seventy nine dollars. He won by betting a hundred bucks in every fight, which he does every every <laughs> fight do card. That. Or you, don't do that. No, you, you'd be a liar if you didn't. We, we tell people to do that. Uh, I no, went we five tell four and lost. Explicitly <laughs> not to do that. <laughs> oh yeah, you're right. We do. Oh, also, um, I didn't clip, but I clipped it for our discard. But uh, Gumby interrupted me when I was breaking down the main event, telling me that the fight was not going to go five rounds. Uh, I told him <laughs> it was going to go as a joke. I said, "Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is," and it did go five rounds. So. That Beautiful. should have been our clip of the week. <laughs> me Beautiful. predicting the main event be five rounds. So anyhow, Gumby, here's the sad part. Gumby is ahead of me now on the year. I'm at 60%. He's at 57%. So he's not ahead of me for correctness, but in terms of losing less, <laughs> he's lost less. You've lost only 4.8% return on investment. I'm at minus 5.3%. So you're half a percent ahead of me. And, and I'm going to say a word of encouragement to you for a brief moment Thank in you. your dark time. There's still time. <laughs> it's true because this has never happened before especially not last year remember last year i was like up money late into the year for some house which was crazy yeah because um, nobody should should bet that way and for somebody to, <laughs> exactly. to pretend to do so and still be up is wildness <laughs> what they should do is they should follow our recommended plays right instead of because uh, they yeah, did so I mean, good too i mean they did not do good this week uh mine should have <laughs> well, i had a weird push that shouldn't have been a push yep. Uh, and then I should have played Angie Hill as my dog. I don't know why I didn't pick that as my dog of the week. She would have such a much better play. Um, yeah. Maybe it's just I want to fade Petrino, and now I don't. Yeah, I don't want to do it anymore. Nope. <laughs> Gummy was 0-2 with a push. I was 0-3 with a recommended place. We're not going to even talk about them anymore. And, of course, not of course, eventually these these uh, Hunger Man Johns hit, and then when they do hit, it makes up for any any money you've lost up to that point. But that did not hit as well, so... 
kind of a crappy fight card overall. Um, people we liked didn't impress, and well, actually, Gumby Gumby pulled ahead of me overall, so it was a bad bad night for me. But I'm sure the almost eleven thousand people in attendance in uh, Gymnasio de Ib. Ibarapuro. How do you say it, Dan? <laughs> Ibarapuro. I'm just going to let you sweat. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> All right. Let me tell you about the bonus awards. These people made more money. Dolby Bonfim, Fight of the Night. Brenner Petrino, Performance of the Night. The UFC rolls on. We're going to the world's most famous arena, Madison Square Gardens in New York City, UFC 295. We should be doing live to air from there, Dan. Why didn't we get ourselves some press uh, press passes? We should. Be uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. What, does SGPN <laughs> are we in with the UFC? I mean, I've been I've done press credentialed events before, but not for for SGPN. Yeah, uh, is anyone really in with the UFC? I, I mean, some people are in with the UFC. I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, people who are uh, actually say it how it is, like we do. Are they in with the UFC? Or do we, who, do uh, we say it how it is? <laughs> we do. We we tell it like it is. We we bag on uh, Yanni. Uh, so that probably is put us on the... <laughs> on <Yanni. laughs> That's probably why I haven't been invited back on that show that uh, Yanni was on. <laughs> uh, I was on once. I thought it did pretty good. And uh, John Anik laughed at my jokes. And then they probably listened to the show. Oh, he said, Anik said he was going to check out the show. So he probably went, these guys are bagging on Yanni every episode. <laughs> He's got to. He's got to feel the same way. <laughs> exactly. You think so? UFC 295. John Anik will be in attendance, as far as I know. Is now Prohashka versus Pereira, which is you know, it should be that should be like something we're all Sick pumped fight. about. But uh, we yeah. were supposed to get John Johnson, Stevie Miocic, which is actually I give less a, of a shit more... about that fight. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say uh, casuals. This is this is less fun for casuals, but yeah, for us, this is this is way better. Um, we got Yuri Prohashka versus Alex Pereira in the main event for a light heavyweight championship. I have no idea how, how I'm going to pick this fight. I haven't. Do you have an idea where you're? I've been back and forth on it like 17 yeah. times. I have like a clear narrative that I feel yeah. like is true about the fight, uh, which you can yeah. get when you listen to our episode on Thursday. Uh, right. But I haven't looked at, looked at odds yet either, so we'll see. I mean, everything's razor close in the first two fights. They're they're basically a pair of pickums, um, which doesn't help. <laughs> yeah okay come in event for uh it's it should just make it for the real belt it's for the interim you'll see heavyweight championship sergey pavlovich versus tom aspinall john jones is old he barely fights and now he's got a serious injury that's going to take him a long time to uh heal from this should be for the real ufc belt but anyhow interim ufc heavyweight championship pavlovich asked well this is another fight dan no idea what i'm going to pick here i'm leaning but i haven't you know i'm not solid on what i'm picking yeah, I uh, I know which side I'm picking here, uh, but I will say I, I was I, I'm not super sure about it. To be fair, I I'm, I'm comfortable more with this one than I am with the main event. There's no bad choices, I don't think, in either of the of the top two fights. Um, women's strawweight Mackenzie Dern versus Jessica Andrade. This is what fight five I think this year for Jessica Andrade. She's all about that money now. I think she realizes She's not winning career... very many of them. No. <laughs> No, she makes okay show money, hopefully. Um, Matt Favola, Benoit Santini, that, that should be fun. Both those guys are fun. And then featherweights, uh, Diego Brian Wilson Lopez versus Pat Sabatini. That is the main card. Prelims, Steven Ursig, Alessandro Costa, Tabitha Ricci, Lupi Godinez. There's a fun one. Nazim Sadikov, Slava Claus. It, it's almost that time of year, Dan. I've seen Christmas trees lit up in, in my uh, neck of the woods. I believe it. November first. November first. I saw. Be fair, you live up. right next to Santa's workshop, so it's true. We're very close. <laughs> we can hear him hammering and sawing away. Uh, Slava Claus, aka Vyacheslav Borshev. Um, they only have three fights listed right now on the prelims. On uh, the main prelims, I think we lost. We were supposed to have Rebecca Matias Rebecca versus someone, right? Nuro Nurello Aliyev, but we lost that one. So I'm not sure. Oh. Who, yeah, I'm not sure who's moving up to the main card. Early prelims. One of these fights probably will probably probably this fight will be on the main the main prelims. It would be Jared Gordon versus Mark Madsen. Mark O. Madsen. Then we got John Castaneda, Kyang Ho Kang, Joshua Van, Kevin Borjas, Dennis Bazooka, Jamal Emmers. Thoughts? It I mean it's exactly what you expect out of a MSG card, right? Um it, it's like you know, stacked from top to bottom. It's 
got all the kind of big names you want on it. I mean, I guess more people would have liked to seen somebody like John Jones on there. I personally think the matchups we got are way better. So um, I'm pumped for it. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. All right. It will be a good one. I, uh, I'm kind of thinking the opposite. It doesn't really have, outside of the main, uh, it doesn't really have that many big, big names. For MSG, this isn't, I, I don't think, if we look at the f- past MSG cards, I don't think this one quite is up to snuff. But I'm not buying $2,000 tickets or whatever, so I don't care. I'm going to watch it regardless. Um, so that's this coming Saturday night. I think we've talked enough. Um, let's get out of here. Thank you for listening. We are at uh, in the Discord at all hours of the day. Someone, John will be in there at the very least. He will be there regardless of what, what time of day it is. Um, and then Gumby and I are usually popping around too. That's sportsgumbypodcast.com slash Discord if we're not in the jungle. When we're in the jungle, we, we won't be in the Discord. Um, where else can you talk to us? You talk to us on Twitter. Gumby might answer you unless you're giving him crap like some people were giving him crap about his picks. Uh, that would be, I guess that's what Twitter's for. And that fight didn't even happen. So you, you couldn't have, you couldn't even say I told you so. That's that's GPN MMA. Uh, he's at Gumby Vreeland. If you just want to yell at him directly, I'm at Jeff Fox writer on there and on Instagram. And I got his Substack, moneymma.substack.com. Get in there, play my weekly pick'em contest. Um, some of the people from the Discord are playing the pick'em contest as well. Um, so get in there, that's always fun. And then I have lots of writing and whatnot on there and podcasts and all that stuff. Uh, and Gumby's got Top Turtle MMA podcast, which is always a good listen. He made um, some fights fall off because of people he interviewed last week, but usually it's uh, usually the uh, the curse is over. Do you know who's on this week, or is it a secret still? Yeah, I'm talking to Joshua Van, who's making uh, his second fight in the UFC this uh, this upcoming week, and also talking to the sexy Mexi, John Castaneda, who will be fighting as well. So a couple of fights that will be falling off of the early prelims. So uh, I won't be worried about uh, getting all these stats and stuff for that before you're ready. And of course, sports gambling podcast and sports gambling podcast. Patreon is the place to go for all good things in the sports gambling sphere. Cause I like saying sphere. We're going to go with sphere. All right. We're going to be back the regional M- regional Monday episode. Do some more regional MMA. It's a cage warriors fight card from London with a title fight, maybe two title fights. One, one title fight. I think one title. Yeah. One for yeah, pretty decent card, even for a casual Kitch Warriors fan like me. It's it's got some names I recognize on it. So we'll be back tomorrow with that. Who will be doing that show? You wonder. It's a locomotive of Jeff Fox and uh Maldadino Gumby Vreeland will be there as well because you're muscly. And we'll talk to you then. Bye.